Hello and welcome to the Glide TV Recaps, The Golden Girls. Today we're on Season 5, Episode 16, Clinton Avenue Memoirs, which originally aired on February 3rd, 1990. So let's learn what else happened on that day in history. Well, in 1967, uh, to this point, uh, the last person to be executed in Australia, Ronald Ryan, is hanged in Pintridge Prison in Melbourne. Uh, in 2016, Lord Lucan is officially declared dead after disappearing 42 years ago after the murder of his nanny, Sandra Rivett. And our most recent event on February 3rd of 2019, Pope Francis arrives in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates on the first ever papal visit to the Arabian Peninsula. That is our history lesson for today, so why don't you tell us what transpired in this installment of the Golden Girls. All righty, scene one, we're in the kitchen. Rose is at the table, Dorothy's at the island, and Blanche enters and just doesn't like her hair. She really needs to see her best hairdresser, but that cost her $300, and she doesn't have that amount right now. We've also never heard of hair by Robert before never, this point. Never, ever, and 300 that seems ridiculous to me. Um, okay. Is it? Uh, in 1990? That hmm. seems ridiculous today, but... Well, I'm thinking, I mean, yeah, comparatively to, you know, to my haircut appointments, yes, but... Well, just for, I'm like, thinking... everyday wearing around, 300 seems ridiculous to me. Well, yeah, it is, but I'm thinking, like, okay... This is Miami, so this is an upscale, you know, high-quality hairdresser. Maybe that's reasonable. I don't know, but, uh, I mean, <laughs> that just in my head, no, it's ridiculous. But Seems ridiculous. But that's probably a fair price point uh, Okay. in that sphere of, of high-quality hairdressing. Yes, it might be, but Blanche should not be getting it. Well... Uh, Rose. She likes to think of herself as, uh, yeah, as a uh -huh. <laughs> high class upscale yeah. uh, socialite. Yes. Rose says Blanche could be her assistant and help her with testing a product. Blanche says she has already worked to death at the museum. She works a whopping twelve hours a week. Uh, but yeah. So so what do we suppose that is? Is that Four three-hour days? Is that six two-hour days? Is that two six-hour days? Well, I'm going to guess it's three, three four-hour days. Three four-hour days. Okay. That's what I'm guessing. And why don't you tell us what she says that she does? What? <laughs> did you not write it down? I didn't write it down, okay. but So she essentially memory, claims that she's like a, a tour guide she's a in the tour museum. Guide. Tell them people Tell where, where to, go. to go. Here, look at this beautiful Renoir painting yes. here. Well, let's go look at the Monet section. Here's the Jackson Pollock. Here's the Warhols. And from the last time we uh, saw, uh, the only time we've ever seen Blanche at work, uh, really, uh, that one time Dorothy had to take a summer job or yes. whatever, yes. uh, Blanche was like the personal secretary for the, like, like owner or CEO or something in the uh, museum. Yes. So I don't know if this is an upgrade or a downgrade in job for her, but it's definitely a different one. It would, well, I don't, I think it'd be a downgrade, 
but maybe that's why she needs her three hundred dollar hair. Well, yeah, because she can't be getting paid too much for twelve hours a week. I mean, you wouldn't think so. I mean, geez. at the museum. No, well, first of all, the museum in general, but also a twelve-hour work week, twelve hours. I mean, even that would at, that would be really nice. But well, yeah, even back then at a whopping ten hour, ten dollars an hour, that's only one hundred and twenty dollars a week. Yeah, and there ain't no way she's getting paid ten bucks an hour. I wouldn't think so. I mean, let's Not see, unless this she's is... really done some really good favors for that CEO. <laughs> Well, maybe, but that's never really been established, no. uh, and that's not really her... No, her style. Her style's not the, the sex work for... So... Sex work route, no. Even go for the whopping $10 an hour, that's only 120 20 a week. week, I mean... So it would take her three weeks nearly to make the $300. I mean, yeah. That's... Okay, yes. She works that whopping 12 hours a week, but she does finally agree to help... Uh, Rose, as long as it pays $300. Well, Sophia enters and needs... Oh, no, I, I'd like to point out Rose's Rose's response to this was, I guess that'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do, does she not know how much budget is al allocated for her assistance pay? She shouldn't. I think she, she should know how much she's allowed to pay her assistant. If she's in charge of hiring her own assistant. Well, if she's in charge of hiring her own. Which well, it certainly seems like well, it. Well, I guess it does seem like it. She should yeah. know how much she's allowed to pay her yeah. assistant. Not just, I guess that's a fine amount to pay you, sure. Which obviously, well, when we get in to see what she does, that seems I mean, like Blanche an awful lot for what she does. I mean, yeah, Blanche doesn't do anything, basically, but. Ah, yes. Sophia enters and needs a ride to the mall on Friday night for the free blood pressure test. Yes. But Dorothy reminds Sophia that Friday night they have reservations to eat dinner. Because it is Sophia's anniversary, they always eat dinner then. But Sophia has forgotten. She heads out to the living room. The other girls talk about how bad Sophia's memory is getting. Scene two, we're in the living room. Sophia and Dorothy looking at pictures while they are sitting on the couch, they talk about the memories, and Dorothy thinks that Sophia needs to go see her doctor. They discuss Dorothy's senior prom. This time, she did not go to the prom. Okay, she never went to her senior prom, apparently. I don't know why she would have. Okay, scene three, we're in the living room. Rose is on the couch working hard on surveys. Blanche enters from playing three sets of tennis though she is supposed to be helping Rose. Yes, Dorothy and Sophia enter. They just visited the doctor who thinks her memory loss may be from a nutritional imbalance, and they put her on a special diet. They all talk a little bit about Sophia's memories. Once again, scene four, we're still in the living room. Blanche doing some phone surveys. Yeah, she gets excited on the phone and is asking questions that are not part of the survey. And Blanche hasn't done but one survey, and Rose fires her. Dorothy enters, and the talk goes to Sophia. Sophia comes out and says she is going to Brooklyn. She has made reservations for her and Dorothy to go to Brooklyn, so they off they head to Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn, New York. Really? Yes. 
Well, it could be Brooklyn, Indiana. No, but um, Brooklyn, New York. That's where they're from. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how many other places are called Brooklyn, but no. sure. Scene five. We're in Brooklyn. Woohoo! Sophia's old apartment. Dorothy rings the doorbell and a Mexican answers. And Dorothy has to cover Sophia's mouth. Uh, he does let them in to look around as long as they don't take anything. Uh, they look around and talk about the memories. Sophia knows that there is a heart carved in the pantry door. But when she looks, it is not there. We then get a flashback. Which I would like to preface with, these actors are awful. <laughs> this flashback. This flashback was bad. Yes. It was it, also pointless. It was pointless. Scene six, we're in a flashback, yes, in Brooklyn, way long ago, Sophia and Salvador, they're looking in a carriage at their new baby, Phil. They dressed him in Dorothy's hand-me-downs. Yes, Dorothy enters, she's about a 10-year-old girl, and then breaks a dish and seems to be very unhappy. Oh, I would also like to preface the, preface, uh, well, re-preface now, I guess, but I did not care for, in, in this flashback here, uh, you skimmed over it and didn't mention it, which is fine. Uh, but, so, like, when they go, like, oh, Phil's wearing Dorothy's clothes, right? Yes, uh-huh. Uh, I think Sophia remarks, well, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Which, I did not care for that that point being made there. Yeah, they... Uh, myself. They made that, like, well, since he's three days old or whatever, and he's wearing girls' clothes. That made him wear girls' clothes for the rest of his life or something. Well, that wasn't the part I had the issue oh, with. Okay. I just had the issue of the implying that him wearing women's clothing is a wrong thing or whatnot. Oh. That was the issue I had yeah. uh, with that moment there. Uh, okay, scene seven. Well, we're back to the present time in Brooklyn. Dorothy and Sophia continue looking around that apartment. Scene eight, we're in the kitchen. Rose is at the table, and Blanche enters and says she has finished her work. She wants her paycheck made out to hair by Robert. Yes. Okay. Scene 9, we're in Brooklyn, which I thought Rose fired her earlier, but, you know, hey, Blanche continued working. And probably got three surveys done. Scene 9, we're back in Brooklyn. Sophia and Dorothy continue their tour. Sophia goes to the bedroom and takes out a picture of Sal... Puts it on the side table and an apparition of Sal appears and talks to Sophia. Yeah, they talk. Then he fades away. Dorothy comes in and says they have to go. They open the closet door and there is that carved heart that Sophia remembered. And that makes Sophia feel really good as this episode comes to a close. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but you didn't bring up the carving before, did you? Yes. Oh, you did? Okay, I didn't yes. think you had. Okay. And I said they opened the pantry door, and she thought the heart was there. Oh, okay. All righty, cool. I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Okay, uh, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. So, we got uh, some cultural references. Firstly, to Conway Twitty, who was a country singer. Um, Alan Alda... Uh, who was an actor, director, a screenwriter, comedian, and author, a six-time Emmy and Golden Globe winner, uh, most known for playing Hawkeye on the MASH TV show. Uh, he's also appeared in other stuff, of course, but that's his most notable doodad. Um, Jean Harlow uh, is an American film actress and sex symbol of the 1930s. 
uh, or was a sex symbol of the 30s. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, she, oh, oh, wow, okay, she died at 26. Okay. Um, according to her Wikipedia page. Um, wow. Yeah, okay. so um, she was uh, first signed by billionaire producer Howard Hughes, uh, who directed her first major appearance in Hell's Angels in 1930. Uh, she left her contract there, signed with MGM, and after a series of unsuccessful films, became a leading lady, starring in a string of hits, including 1932's Red Dust, 1933's Dinner at Eight, 1935's Reckless, and 1936's Susie. Uh, so that's that. Um, John F. Kennedy, uh, former president of the U.S. Um, fig Newtons are a Nabisco trademark version of the fig roll, which is a cookie uh, filled with fig paste. Uh, Norm Crosby uh, is an American comedian sometimes associated with the Borscht Belt, uh, who often appeared on TV in the 70s. Uh, he is known for his use of malapropisms and is often called the master of malapropism. Okay. Uh, which a malapropism is the use of an incorrect word in place of a word with a similar sound, resulting in a nonsensical, sometimes humorous utterance. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, okay. And lastly, Charlemagne, or Charles the Great, or Charles the First, uh, was King of the Franks from 768, King of the Lombards from 774, and Emperor of the Romans from 800 until his uh, the end of his reign in uh, 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 in um, January of 814. Uh, no one is quite sure when he was born. Uh, other than we know he was born April 2nd. Uh, we're not sure if he was born in 742, 747, or 748. Uh, but one of those three uh, we're pretty certain of. And now, during the early Middle Ages, uh, he united the majority of Western and Central Europe. and was the first recognized emperor to rule from Western Europe since the fall of the Western Wing of the Roman Empire three centuries earlier. Uh, the expanded Frankish state that Charlemagne founded is called the Carolingian Empire, and he was later canonized by Antipope Paschal III. Uh, so that's Charlemagne, who's also been credited as the father of modern Europe uh, due to his, you know, connection of Europe there together. Um, do, 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 that's about it, um, pretty much. I mean, there's a lot more if we wanted to talk about his relationship with the church and all that other stuff, but uh, that's for a different time and a different day and a different show. Uh, side characters, uh, Mr. Hernandez, the tenant at the apartment, the new one, new tenant there, is played by David Corey, Corey, Correa, something like that, uh, known for Dragonfly 7, he plays the first cop at the massage parlor in 7, uh, NYPD Blue, and Mr. Payback, an interactive movie from 1995. Uh, young Sophia is played by Flo DeRee, who I think we've talked about before. Uh, she's mostly a voice actress, but she's also in Mighty Joe Young, Baby Talk, Seinfeld uh, as a live-action actress. But voice work in 
uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Avatar The Last Airbender, Spyro, Year of the Dragon, Fallout 2, uh, that kind of stuff. She previously appeared um, last season, I think, um, as Gina, the... Um, the the that episode where the two Italian people visit to take Dorothy back to Italy. Yeah. She plays a, that that oh. daughter in that episode. Oh, okay. And oh. here she's playing young Sophia in this episode. Oh boy. Uh, young Sal is played by Kyle T. Hefner. I don't think any relation to Hugh, but I can't. Uh, nope. Born in Chicago, so probably not. Um. Known for quite a few things, um, most notably as an actor, uh, oh boy, um, lots of stuff actually. Um, let's see, he appears in, oh, L.A. Heat, that's not a notable show. Seinfeld, he plays Bizarro George. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I have no clue, what, is that... Seinfeld used the Bizarro universe from DC? Yep. Oh. Sure did. Okay. In one episode. I see. Yep. Okay. Was it much like Bizarro in DC where it's Superman but he's really stupid and murderous? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, he's also yep. in Curb Your Enthusiasm, Days of Our Lives, whatnot. Uh, most recently, um, he has had a resurgence as a voice actor in uh, Dragons, Race to the Edge, and Troll Hunters, Tales of Arcadia. And young Dorothy in that scene is played by Jandy Swanson, uh, known for I Love Your Work. Uh, actually, I think um, the year prior to her appearance on this episode, she appeared on Baywatch for an episode. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, also, Ladybugs, the Rodney Dangerfield vehicle. Huh. Uh, and, um, oh, she was on three episodes of Baywatch. Okay, then. Wow. Um, she was also on um, Beverly Hills 90210 for an episode. Okay. A uh, one new sex partner established, uh, that being John F. Kennedy for Blanche. So the tally now stands Blanche 100. Dorothy 9, Rose 6, and Sophia 6. Wow. John F. Kennedy was 100, huh? Yep. Wow. Lucky number 100 since uh, you ruled that uh, she slept with 17 men on that one meditation retreat a few episodes ago. Oh. That was a hard one to tell, so. Okay. Alrighty. Well, we already discussed all my points I had for this one. Uh, kind of a the Sophia and uh, Dorothy part, I think, you know, was pretty good. Going back to Brooklyn. Sure. Uh, the rest, well, not so much. My episode counts. Hey, we actually had a physical abuse of Rose in this one. She had a newspaper to the head by Dorothy, of course, and sports, tennis. Blanche actually looked like she played. I doubt she was actually out playing, but... She played three games of tennis, so sports got one. Weddings, total series counts now. Weddings, planned weddings are at nine. Physical abuse arose, 12. St. Olaf stories, 33. 22 picture at stories, 17 cheesecakes eaten, eight. Sicily Italian stories, 49. 
Sicily Italian references. Girls mad at each other, not best friends, are moving out 17 times. Sports now up to 29, 30 games, and 15 Stanley Zabornak appearances. My rating for this, the two storylines are quite opposite here. And Blanche Rose's line to me is very weak, but it got a 66 out of 100. That'll do it for this episode of Glide TV Recaps the Golden Girls. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the show for more great content like this. And until that next episode, goodbye.